take four, take three. <laughs> All right. What's going on? This is Nate Freeze, Hell Dangerous Podcast. Uh, I got my man Tail to the left of me. We are back at it again. We did this back in January. Yeah, it was back, January. Back when it was just a baby show. Now it's kind of not as baby of a show. It's a toddler <laughs> show now. So, uh, <laughs> um, man, what makes you dangerous, man? I got to ask you that. Dangerous? Um, I would say the first thing that really comes to mind is like my work ethic. Um, basically just, I don't know, always trying to keep my plate full of like, just work in general. I like to work. Um, you know, just workaholics, <laughs> <Man>. maybe. <laughs> Y'all work crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, very. I should be trying to get as little sleep as possible and just, you know, get as much done in a day as you can and try and balance that with, you know, life and everything else going on. So, so speaking yeah. of that work, like, explain to me what type of work you, you do because you guys, everybody in this room, work crazy hard. Like, like, we, like, What's some of that work you do for um, the people who don't know? Because everyone who knows me knows you, but yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know. Yeah. Um, first, foremost, uh, I'm a musician, so I make music. Mm -hmm. um, anything from like, I started rapping, and recently I've been getting into like producing, like making beats. Um, run a clothing brand um, called Unlimited Inspiration, and it's more of like outside of just being a clothing brand, it's like a philosophy about life, mm -hmm. um, and. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking yeah, just music, uh, clothes, and just all around trying to just be an artist. You know what I'm saying? In uh, in every sense of the word, or whatever it is to people. And, you know. So so how's everything been going with you since last time? Cause I remember la the first time we did this show, you were just like pretty much coming back from like the high that you were on. Like you kind of were like laying low, just kind of working on your craft. I remember like you were just kind of like trying out different things. So like. Mm -hmm. How's it been to like come back to the scene, like to get back in and just like have music, have videos, have content? Like I know like you're dropping new clothes, saw you on Good Day Sack or stuff. So like, how's it feel to like just be back and bigger and better than ever? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good, man. Um, and yeah, the last time we talked uh, is the beginning of the year, so yeah, <laughs> yeah just like plotting everything out. Um, uh -huh. It's crazy because in that time, um, everything that we were talking about last time. Where we are now, it's just been coming into fruition slowly. Um, just a lot of like just laying little building blocks that you know what I'm saying everything that I'm trying to do towards the future. So um, yeah, you mentioned the good day sack. That was really fun. Um, How'd that come about? <laughs> uh, shout out to my boy uh, Dev and my homegirl Kia. So they pretty much uh, they run Airs of Threads, and it's like this online marketplace that uh, pretty much puts like the spotlight on um, like local Sacramento brands. Mm -hmm. And so. Um, when originally I had uh, got unlimited inspiration off the jump, um, Dev just uh, he you know we linked up together and um, he helped me do some of the um, like the uh, um, the marketing for the first drop that we did, and um, he pretty much came to me with the idea of what they were trying to do uh, with Airs of Threads, and I really liked you know what they were about and what they represented, so um, I I wanted to be a part of that with them, so they brought me on, and. Um, once they launched, or they were already launched actually, so it was a more like once once I launched, I yeah. had my website and then I was on their, uh, the marketplace, and um, they got in touch with um, the people from Goodstock, uh, shout out to Scott and Justin. Um, so Scott, he pretty much runs uh, Goodstock, and um, they were able to get a store, sh or a, like a shop inside of a shop. Uh -huh. And so it's the, um, the hot shop, so it's 
Air Threads HOT. So it's uh, basically all the brands that were with their marketplace um, got to be brought on into the uh, into the store, and so um, we got our stuff in there with them. And then um, Good Day Sacramento had reached out to Dev to do like a segment on um, basically Airs of Threads inside the Goodstock uh, shop. And so, yeah, it was really cool. They pretty much invited us out there. Uh, we all got to pop up like super early and they just <laughs> came through and uh, just did like a little interview about what was going on over there. And um, yeah, so that was that's how that came about and it's pretty fun. That's wild. I didn't know that Airs of Thread was like a, was a local brand. Like, like they did like local stuff because I've seen it like in passing from like you guys posting it, but like I'm like totally out of touch but like fashion as you can see how I dress but like uh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I was out the loop so I didn't know it was like like local brands pretty dope so so Dev that's that's all Dev yeah Dev know. and Kia yep so they run that and it's like you know outside of local brands too they have like people outside of the state like there's a, uh, people from New York in there and like you know Damn. it's pretty tight yeah so they got like outside of just local brands there's people outside of the state and the city which is just it's pretty dope so there's no you know no limits to where they can reach to with that and that's what I really like fucked with with their vision is just like you know, it's kind of similar to what I was seeing, but in, you know, in just their uh, in their context of what they represent, so it's pretty dope. That's wild. So, yeah. how's the music going? Because I remember like last time we had we had linked up, like you were working on the Origami Crane song, so I'd already heard it, and when That's it finally crazy. dropped, I was like, this shit's dope. So how's like the how's the music side been going for you? Uh, music's been going good. Um, I've been in and out of the studio just uh, over the past few months. Um, just, you know, I'm always working on records, but um, yeah, you mentioned Origami Cranes. Uh, I had released the song the month after we did the first podcast. So I released it in February. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we just shot a video for it, which is like crazy. So um, shout out to my boy Kev Films, um, Andy Mani. They're pretty much going to be um, like, so Kev, he shot the video and he edited it. And uh, basically, Imani, she's uh, gonna do like all like the background graphics for it, and like a lot of post um, like animations in it, and um, it's gonna be really crazy. So yeah, uh, and only a few people know that we've like finished and shot the video. So I figured, you know, might as well at least mention it on here that I get the exclusive. I, I, know, I, get, I get my show. My show is dropping all the bombs. Dropping <laughs> uh, all the gems. That's crazy. Yeah, so so, that's so you, crazy. there's like a timeline on that. Just kind of mm -hmm. probably um, end of the year or. Uh, in terms of like releasing it, I'm not really sure, but it's probably going to be, if not before the end of the year, early next year. It's a, it's still like, you know, we're still in the process of, uh, like post edit of it. So pretty much Kev had just sent me back, um, basically the layout for how it's going to be. And then he's going to send it off to Imani to do all like the post, um, you know, like the cinema, cinematography or not cinematography, the, um, cinema 40. So like she's going to be adding a lot of stuff and that's going to take at least a few months. So damn. Hopefully by the end of the year, but it's gonna be crazy. Like it's gonna be whole really ass crazy. production. Yeah. Like whole ass production. Yeah, and even uh, the day. So we did this uh, scene in L.A. where we went to uh, Vasquez Rocks, and it was me, <laughs> uh, Demetrius, Eric, and Kev, and we literally did like a twenty-four hour trip to L.A. Bro, it was so crazy. Like that's wild. It was hella fun. Yeah. So we we made that shit happen, and we shot it out there, and that's just like one of the scenes. But yeah, it's pretty dope. So we had like a whole uh, like a space theme for it. Um, and uh, yeah, that was kind of the idea for like the script, which is like another crazy thing in itself, which was like the whole idea for the video. So, Random yeah. question for you, like, like how do you stay like patient and like still stay like confident? Because like one thing I noticed like with you guys, everybody mm -hmm. in this room, just everybody you work with, mm -hmm. is that you guys do like real quality stuff, but a lot of it like you guys like really take your time with it. And I know yeah. like, and like this day and age, it's just like fast food, fast food. Like, mm -hmm. all right, like I did this. 
I dropped this video and like I gotta drop a video next month. I need mm-hmm. to do a mixtape. I gotta like capitalize. That's something like that. Mm-hmm. Me and Nate Curry talked about before it was just like he was like, I dropped this song, like I'm dropping singles here and there. So like how do you like stay patient and like, you know, stay confident within those times? Cause like mm-hmm. one thing I know is a lot of people like it's like a fight to stay relevant a lot. So mm-hmm. like you guys do like quality stuff like spread out throughout the year. Like damn near like seasons of stuff where it's like, all right, like we got you for winter. We got this coming like in the spring. Like, how do you guys work that out? Because everything is like super quality. So it's just like you guys just know that the quality of the stuff on the hits is going to be able to speak for itself. Yeah, that's for sure. And um, for me, like in my personal journey, like I'm not really worried about um, being like relevant in any sense um, or like feeling like I have to drop at any time, you know what I'm saying? Like, or whatever people think is like how often you should drop music or you should do this, like or release a video, like, oh, if you drop one, you gotta have another one in like a month or something. But it's like, I don't really care about that. I just make stuff uh, to my standards and to my timeline. And you know what I'm saying? With the people that are with me, so like everybody understands the vision. And then we just make sure that we take however much time we need on it. So if it's like, you know, four or five months to edit a video, like, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not worried about, like, getting it out as fast as possible. Like, I just want to have the quality content and take my time with it. And in terms of just, like, how do I stay patient? It's more just, like, um, I'm always, I'm just a very patient person. So, you know, I'm not in a rush to, uh, you know, get uh, any type of, like, validation or, you know, stuff like that. So I just like to work at my own pace. And and at that point, too, it's cool because then um, just working on a lot of projects, like, simultaneously, if I spend time on each one, like, a lot of a lot of time then i'll have more stuff to just you know release like spaced out as opposed to like dropping everything at once mm-hmm. that's another reason too like i'm not really worried about like releasing a lot of shit because if i'm sitting on a lot of stuff then i can just decide when i want to release it and how you know what i'm saying putting time into um like one project and then knowing there's another project that'll be waiting later to put all the focus on so you know what i'm saying i just i don't really care about like a timeline or nothing i just make it because it's fun and you know, we like to have fun when we do shit, so that's like. How I see. Important. Yeah, <laughs> that's dope. I, res- I respect it because kind of I am with my stuff. Like I kind of just do things whenever I feel. Like I'm not too worried about like the seasons and what's going on because I know like yeah. the quality of it would just speak for itself. Mm-hmm. One thing, like he talked about, like just like the importance of just like having a crew. Because like I remember, like uh, uh, my friend was telling me about this article about Don Glover, where basically he was saying that Charles Gambino was a brand, and that like. Like, basically, like, he's an avatar for Charles Gambino, mm-hmm. but it's a collective. Like, this person, like, will tell him, hey, like, that's not a good look for Charles Gambino. But he was saying, like, really, Charles Gambino is a collective of people. It's like, it's like Hero. It's uh, his brother. It's like everyone around him, you know, whether it's just people. It's like, he kind of talked about just, like, the importance of having a crew. Because I know it's like, everyone, like, has, like, a really important role in this crew. Like, it's not like there's just one person that's, like, lower, like, like lower in the totem poles. Like, everyone brings their value. So... Like, how important is that to have a crew around you? It's just, like, yeah, you guys are able to bounce ideas and just do dope shit. Yeah, facts, man. Like, uh, you, like, I feel like any person that wants to, like, achieve greatness, um, you have to have, like, great people around you. Um, because, of course, you can only, you can do everything yourself, but mm-hmm. I feel like you only get so far, like, if you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're trying to be a musician, you, like, you try and shoot your own videos and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, do your own content. Like, you can do that, too, but it's, like, for me, it's more about like sharing my vision with people that uh, like understand where I'm coming from, and I understand like their visions when it comes to like you know like my homies doing like photography or videography or like marketing, and I think it's more about putting shine on everybody um, in their you know what I'm saying their realms of where their creativity is is the best, um, and so I think it's hella cool that 
I'm blessed to have people that, you know what I'm saying, believe in what I do and I believe in what they do. So it's, when we come together, it's more of like a, a stronger force than if someone was trying to do it like solo. So it's probably like one of the most important things is to have a good crew of people around you and a good group, you know what I'm saying? That's, and they work hard, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we push each other <laughs> to like work hard, bro. Like get less sleep and like, you know what I'm saying? If shit needs to get done, then fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Work harder and we push each other. And uh, I think that's what the most important thing about like having a crew and a group of people around you is like it just helps everybody just keeps the uh like a circle of motivation and like drive just going and it, it keeps running you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i think that shit's hell important um so yeah that's dope like especially that you have like a very like solid consistent crew because that's kind of like something throughout the year i've kind of started to develop like i have like a loose crew of people where i do stuff with but like i imagine like it's just super helpful to have like a consistent solid group of people that you work with i know it's like most of the projects, like 95, 99% of that I see you guys do, like, it's literally the same crew, you know, like, for the most part. Like, I seen, like, there was one where, like, I saw, like, Machona kind of popped up, you know, in one. But, like, for the most part, it's still, like, the same foundation of people, you know. Mm -hmm. So, that, that looks like that's just, like, super important, like, yeah. to just have that. Because then, like, I feel like, from what it looks like, there's, like, a consistency. Like, they kind of, like, your work ethic, you know, their work ethic, you know, like, their vision. Like, even just, like, setting these cameras up. Like, how, like, Demetrius came in and kind of, like, gave his pointer, even, like, having that like just knowing how to do that you know like get the flag up and stuff like that it seems like everyone just kind of just chips in so it's pretty dope i like yeah. i like seeing that yeah and definitely you have to be like open to each other's like uh advices and criticisms mm -hmm. um and that helps i think uh keep more of like an open um relationship between everybody that's you know what i'm saying doing what they do um, then you just have a better communication like you guys understand a little bit more instead of just being like super closed off to like it's got to be this way or like it needs to be like this and for sure like there are times too where depending on you know what i'm saying whose uh role is what where there definitely needs to be like one main thing of like okay if it has to be done a certain way then it has to be done a certain way but in order to get to that that one way you have to have everybody's you know what i'm saying everybody's parts and everybody's pieces and you have to collect that all together and then bring it to you know what i'm saying where you're trying to get it got so, you yeah so you talk about the faded short, the, the faded film. Cause that's another thing you did. I remember that was another yeah. thing you were talking about, and like that was the first time we linked up. That was like still in the process. I remember like you were getting the whole promo run, the flyers, and everything going. So how's that been for you? That's another thing that you also put out. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we should have D come in on this segment and talk with me about it too, cause he was like probably one of the biggest help. Like me and him did this. You know what I'm saying? We did this shit together too. So. We should have like him pop up for, for this sure. part, and I think we could both talk about it. It'd be tight. For sure, yeah. Like, <laughs> you missed it. So yeah, tell us a little bit about the the faded film because I saw you play a big part film. in it, and I seen like that's like a little like the behind the scenes stuff. I see like you played a huge instrumental part in that. So yeah, um, basically Teo wrote the film, um, and then he came to me with the film, and I I just read it over, and I was just like, I knew that he hella wanted to do it, and I was just like, let's. Let's do it. Like we ain't. What else are we gonna do? Like, <laughs> like, let's just do it. Uh -huh. And so we ended up um, shooting the whole thing in two over two days. Um, Damn. Basically, the first day was all in my. Yeah, the first day was all in my house, and we shot in um, my room, which I made dirty specifically for the shoot. Specifically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but we shot those scenes. Uh, we had my roommate, Kyle. Uh, he was in it as well. Um, he played the landlord, so he was uh, he was in part of it. But we kind of just, like, 
once Teo brought me the script, we kind of worked on what things could we could do, what things we couldn't do, and then um, we just kind of ran from there. He, um, Teo was good friends with Mikey, um, who actually shot everything, and then uh, I just kind of came on to help Teo direct and like co-direct with him mm. and like kind of push the vision forward. Uh, the second day was also a crazy day. Like we only shot one scene on the second day, <laughs> but it took all day. <laughs> all <reason>. fucking day. <laughs> um, was that the restaurant? Later. That's the restaurant. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. And um, we did a, a basically a one shot. Uh, if you haven't seen the film, go check it out before you watch this. Please do. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can find it on Teo's Instagram. It's a um, is it Mugen Spire or is it Teo? Yeah, Mugen Spire. Mugen Spire. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just go check the film out first. Uh, but basically, we shot the the whole restaurant scene. Like I had never organized a restaurant scene before. None of <laughs> none of us involved had anything knew it. We we knew what we wanted, and so we went out and we um, we made it happen. So yeah, check it out. Like uh, I'm excited for these next couple films. I end up going with Teo out to um, wherever mountain range. Where were we at? Where we go? L.A. Oh, Vasquez uh, Rocks. Rocks. Yeah. Uh, we ended up going yeah. to Vasquez Rocks, and I uh, I was helping out there, too. Uh, that's going to be really cool. Um, I've finally seen some footage from that. Kev um, is killing that shit. I'm excited to see what Imani does to it, because, yeah. like, it's going to be... It's gonna be a real good video. Like uh, this shit's nice. And so, yeah. uh, Teo wrote that one also. Teo's one hell of a writer, bro. He likes writing his own videos, and like Damn. I think that's hella tight. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. That shit's tight. We out here. <laughs> that's wild. We out here. Uh, writing movies. Writing movies. But yeah, that's uh, that was my contribution. <laughs> Faded. Gotta watch Faded. the film. <laughs> I should come up with that like all star cast for that that uh. That uh, what do you call it? The, the restaurant. restaurant scene, cause I was, I'm like, oh, I know that person, I know that person, I recognize that person, I recognize that person. I'm like, wait, uh, this is like 75 percent of the people I know in the world, like in one room. <laughs> pretty like, much. Yeah, like, yeah, like G Banks inside there, just all type yeah, of different shout out people. To G Banks. Yeah, it's all just the homies, honestly. Like we yeah. just hit the homies up, we're just like, yo, we're shooting this. Can you guys slide? And people actually slid, and that's. Damn. That's tight, like, because that yeah. shit does not happen very often. Like, a lot of times, <laughs> people can't make it for whatever reasons they can't make it. Um, but we hella appreciated everybody that did slide. And it kind of made me more nervous because I think the day of, like, I think the room fit with, like, 22 people or something like that. And, mm -hmm. like, I was hoping, like, I was, like, in my mind, I was, like, if we get 10 people to show up, like, I'll be pretty hyped. And I think we told, like, 30 or 40. Damn. So it was, like, yeah, like, if that many people show up, dope. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, 15 people showed, between, like, 15 and 20 people showed. Yeah. And that shit honestly made me nervous. I'm, like, fuck. I felt hella bad because people were just waiting around. But that's kind of what you do as an extra is, like, you just kind of wait for mm -hmm. things to happen. Yeah. And so we were... Luckily, uh, Test was there. Was fucking feeding everybody, or was cooking. I guess most people didn't get. Fed. <laughs> 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 they got some appetizers. They got the uh, Good that enough. bomb ass clam. Uh, oh, with clam. linguine. Yeah, that Ooh, shit was fire. Oh shit, yeah. Man, so yeah. they got they got to eat something. Um, that's a one benefit of working in a rest or like shooting in a restaurant is like we have a kitchen. We yeah. Cook <laughs> some food. And when Tessa uh, goes to the chef, boy, yeah, it's Tessa's crazy. fire. So. <laughs> Gotta pull up. Um, but yeah, that was kind of weird. It was nerve-wracking because I had... It was one of the first times that, like, I had... At, like, it, usually a lot of things I create, it's me, it's the artists, we're out at a location, there's maybe one other people, person, and, like, this was the first time that, like, I didn't write anything, I didn't direct, I just came in to be a part, to help out, um, and to co-direct with it, and so, like, 
I'm directing Mikey. That was the first time, first time we ever kind of did something like that, and I thought that was just it was just a real cool experience. Like, mm-hmm. and I hella appreciate that shit happening because it was just like that was a, it was nice to work with people, but also having to work around people and like mm-hmm. make sure people are okay, like moving people around. Like that was a it was a great ass learning experience for me. That's, like, that's what it, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, it was hella fun. Like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the the you can check check the film out. Man, it's on it, it's on YouTube. Just watch it. Please uh, leave do, a comment. Man. Throw a like on there. Please do all the things. Subscribe. Uh, subscribe. Please. Um, just check everything out because you know, like this is this is something that came purely out of like just wanting to do something. So. Huh? Yeah, check it out. Get inspired, man. Yeah, like, get inspired. Get, get faded too. <laughs> like I, I saw that and I was like, damn, I want to do some. I want to like learn how to write scripts and stuff like that. And just yeah, that that shit was well put together. Like it was even better than I expected it to be. I remember you guys talking about it like previously before I saw it, and just to see like the final product was dope. Like yeah, put, like you could tell it was like real effort and work and just. Like I said earlier, like throughout the whole podcast, like all the shit you guys do is like quality, whether it's photos, whether it's a 45 second video, whether it's a short film, whether it's a movie, whatever it is, like that shit is always quality. So don't play yourself. Please watch that short film. It's dope. Watch the video. It's, it's, it's amazing. That's all I got to say. Watch yeah. the shit. Check it all out. Y'all, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. No, no, you might. No, you will enjoy it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ain't no maybes. None of that. It's going to be dope. All right. mm. Wait, then I just won't mention the show, so they'll be like smooth. Yeah, we gotta mention the show. For sure, let's run it. Run that shit. You will check it out. For sure, let's do it. Yeah. So the faded show. Yeah, you got this. You got the faded show. Once again, this inspired. This inspired me. I can't say nothing. I can't say anything past that. But yeah, like that inspired me. So like, how'd you? How'd this whole faded show come about? Because that's something I know was coming. Like I knew about the origami cranes. I knew about. The faded, you know, the the faded, uh, you know, film, but yeah. the show, like, how how did you come about that whole thing? So the show, um, it was originally how I wanted to release the film, um, instead of just dropping it, uh, like how we did release it, just you know, what I'm saying we let everybody watch it on YouTube, but um, mm-hmm. so the idea for the film was really to do like uh, incorporate a show of like you know live music and um, performances with like my homies, and then to show the film. Gotcha. So pretty much that's where I had the idea, and I always wanted to do it. It was just uh, hard to like find a, a venue, you know, like the right venue to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually, you know, I got uh, in touch with Holy Diver. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Robbie for the plug. Um, and basically, you know, uh, I rented the space, and we're about to throw a show, and it's about to be fucking crazy. Um, and so yeah, we're pretty much gonna be um, showing the film there. Um, there's going to be a lot of people performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, let's see, we have Alec Good on the bill, um, Abstract Ninja's on the bill, <laughs> Testa Gross is on the bill, uh, EG's on the bill, Ridiculous. Madrid's on the bill, Nadia's on the bill, um, and I'm on the bill as well. And we got some special guests. Um, I wonder if I should announce them. Very uh, special guests, like, so man. Super yeah. special. We, yeah. got some, we'll just, we'll just say we got some aliens out here. Man. It's, you know, we were saying we went to Area 51, had to come back with the, came back with the homies. We got two special guests, so y'all going to see. That was um, stupid, We'll make bro. sure to post a, a video somewhere in here. Like, I've never seen the alien with glasses, bro. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So Yo, we got the craziest promo videos, bro. Like, man, no, nah, that's fuck. stupid, man. It's, yeah, and I've just been really trying to, um, like, just, you know, uh, promote the show and just make it, 
you know what I'm saying? Just, I want the people to understand like how much fun uh, it is to try and do the stuff that we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And basically the show's gonna like encapture like everything that we've been working on like since the beginning of the year. Um, so it's gonna be hell tight. Like I just want to have, bring people in, have a good time. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Come turn up, come get faded with the squad. And um, it'll be wild. Yeah, what? Have some good music. Uh, you get, you know what I'm saying? Uh, find some artists that you might like that you didn't know about before. Um, and just come, you know what I'm saying? Come to the show and come fuck with us. And, you know. <laughs> Is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder if the audio's gonna catch that. Robert? Robert? But yeah. Yeah, no, I'm ex I'm excited for that, man. Cause even like, even throughout the show, like just with like through the promo, like certain artists like on the bill have like added me, and I've just been like checking out the music. So Sick. I was already like, like I definitely for sure knew like you, you know, Testa. Mm -hmm. I knew obviously Abstract Ninja, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And like the other people, like they've been they've been adding me on Instagram. And I've just been able to like check out the stuff. Like the Alec dude, man, his stuff is crazy. My homeboy yeah. Markel is playing his music and. Yeah. I was like, that's just wild. <laughs> like, cause it's like a he had like a project where it's like twenty something songs or something like that. Like yeah, he went to. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, damn. Like, I, I'm excited to check that show out. Like, first I was like, damn. Like, I hope I can make it. I'm kind of nervous. But then well, Eric, was, Eric was like, Eric was like, I got you. So I was like, for sure, yeah. I'm going. Fuck everything else. I had planned that day. Everybody's going to live with it. Yeah, that's that's gonna be dope. Yeah, it's gonna and be then, fun, man. It's gonna be like merch and everything there too, like yeah. all that good stuff. Like yep. you're gonna have a merch booth. Um, there's gonna be a segment in the show too where we're gonna be like doing giveaways and um, you know what I'm saying. We made some uh, blew up some posters that we designed for the film, uh, which are gonna be you know what I'm saying part of it as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, there'll be merch booth. There'll be posters, stickers, everything. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be fucking crazy. What day is that? Oh, sorry. It's uh, I realized we, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. People have been like, "Oh, for sure, that's what's up, man." But yeah, yeah, is... faded show. That's what's up. Like they've been on, they've been doing like the little Google's faded show, Sacramento. Yeah, <laughs> Teo. <laughs> so, yeah, what day is that? Saturday, August seventeenth, at the Holy Diver. Doors open at seven p.m. Bring your family, bring your friends, bring everybody you know. It's gonna be crazy. So come through to the faded show with the squad. Where can they buy the tickets at? Uh, you can buy tickets at the. Uh, Holy Diver uh, website. It's holydiversack.com. Um, you can buy them from me. Uh, actually, by the time this comes out, we should still have tickets. We might not, but hit me anyways. Um, you can buy it from Goodstock. We have some tickets in there at the Art and Fair Mall. Um, and yeah, if you go to the Eventbrite website, um, just search up The Faded Show. It'll pop up. But yeah, Holy Diver Sack. And if you follow me on Instagram or any of the homies that are on the show, you can check our profiles. Um, everybody's got links in their bio that leads to the Eventbrite site. So basically, you can buy them everywhere. There's no excuse to not buy them. I'm fucking taking stuff come through. Same day as the show, too, right? And same day as the show, yes. Thank you. You can also Good. buy tickets at the door. Um, so yeah, there's really no excuse for y'all to not come. So come through to the Faded Show. Got no you know excuse. what it is. You know what time it is. You got no excuse, man. I mean, what you doing? It's Saturday, well, August 17th. What you doing August 17th? We live, baby. Are we live again? We live again. Back at it. Shalom it's the Hella Dangerous Podcast with your boy Teo featuring Nat Freeman. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much how the podcast go. They'd be like, they'd be like, hey man, who we got on the show? Like, like when Austin came on, it was just like, oh shoot, Austin's on there. I was oh, like, shoot. I was like, oh, no, I interviewed him though, you know. Like, just like, yeah, it's cool, man. Austin, man, Austin's real cool. Like, man, while Austin's on there, everybody was just hitting me up. Austin's like my favorite person. I was like, for sure. Hey. I was like, you know how 
I, you know, he was at my house doing it. Though. I was like, you know, I'm, I was there. You know, everybody was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, fuck it. it just, yeah, they like, talking about my Austin. show. So yeah, yeah they talking about Austin. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, whatever. But now that's cool. That's like the humbling part about doing the podcast. You're just like, oh, this is for everybody else. Like, I'm just chilling. It's a good way to like kick it, network with people and shit. But yeah, uh, facts. Hell yeah. So, so what else you got going? Anything else you want to talk to people about? Are we gonna keep it a secret? What are we gonna keep secret? I don't know. I know you got a lot of secrets. <laughs> so I'm like, you got anything else? Um, I mean, outside of let's see. Oh, we dropped some new merch. We got the motorsport merch going crazy right now. That's uh, already out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's only at good stock. So uh, yeah, pretty much I kind of was trying to do like an exclusive release. Mm-hmm. Um, where once we knew we were getting into good stock, I was like, all right, so I'm gonna do some like limited merch, and uh. We did the motorsport um, release, which is pretty much inspired by like this uh, one of the first cars I ever built. It took me like five years to build it, and um, you built like, a car. Yeah, <laughs> what the from the f- ground up, it was crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I kind of touched on it on the limited inspiration documentary with Eric. Uh, we kind of br- like explained like it was more of like where unlimited inspiration came from um, and how it like started. So with this, uh, this drop of motorsport, it was kind of inspired by the car <laughs> that, <laughs> that sparked everything. We just got fallen boxes out here. Yeah. <laughs> a little shaky. A little shaky. But yeah, so that was, uh, pretty much like the concept behind the motorsport. It's like cars and, um, like racing and for people who, you know, who like that type of stuff. Um, and even if you don't, it's just a cool like design. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's super into Japanese culture, so I got like all of the Japanese uh, characters on here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got YST, you got the model, you have the planet, which planet AN. It's uh, the planet in Origami Cranes, which is because I basically wrote a script for it, and um, it kind of takes place in the future. So yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. How'd you uh, get into script writing? Because that's like some like I want to get into one day. Like mm-hmm. I want to like how'd you? You just kind of just taught yourself, or you like. Did you look at videos or read books or shit like that? Um, I've pretty much like with, I've always loved to write. You know, we kind of touched on this last time in Same. the last podcast too. Just like as, since I was a kid, I love to write. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love watching like movies and like watching how people like create scenes. And my biggest uh, influence as, a, or my biggest uh, influence as a, or who, the person who is a director is Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. So he's like part of my biggest inspiration as a filmmaker. And um, I always like like the style of his films, and um, I just like writing. So I was like, well, if you could write scripts, like I could write something too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I, I got stories to tell, so that's kind of how um, I always knew I had like a knack for it. And then one day I was like, the only way I'm gonna find out is if I write something. So the first one started with Faded. That was like the first like real like script I ever wrote. And um, after that one, I wrote uh, the script for Origami Cranes. And um, yeah, it's just about uh, for me. You know, I did a little bit of research on like, you know how people write their scripts but it wasn't like too crazy of study yeah, i kind of yeah. just started writing and then just let it you know take its own form from there and um yeah that's what they have super dope is like you guys just like do shit <laughs> like because like you know i don't know i just know a lot of people it's not like to talk bad about anybody but like a lot of people like just got ideas and shit mm-hmm. and like they talk about shit like mm-hmm. like i mean you know like i've been around you know known for like two and a half years something like that but like but then, like, that life, that span, like, I've had people around me just like, yeah, man, I'm going to get in the booth. I'm going to get in the booth. I'm going to get in the booth. But y'all just, like, do that shit. Like, is that just, like, drive? Is there, like, a big like a big picture for you that, like, really pushes you? Because I know, like, for me, it's, like, really pushes me is, like, 
the why I do it, like I do it to like inspire kids like back where I'm from mm-hmm. to like get the fuck out the hood, get the fuck out of those shitty ass circles you kick it with and like expand your mind and like yeah. know it's a bigger world. So like yeah. is there just something that's like really driving you to do all this stuff? Like it just really pushes you to be like, I'ma learn how to record myself. I'ma learn how to make beats. I'ma learn how to write a script. I'ma learn how to get my clone line started. I'ma learn how to whatever. Like yeah. if somebody just push you to do all that shit. Um yeah, really, I'm just, uh, I don't know, like, I just really appreciate, like, being alive, and mm-hmm. um, that, you know, I know that my time on this planet is very limited, even though it's a very long life that I plan to live, but, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and um, I think that I just want to achieve as much as possible um, in the span that I'm here, and, you know, I'm saying when I go, I want to definitely leave behind, you know, just a good memory of if whoever I came as a like paths with and cross paths with it's like I just want to inspire people to you know what I'm saying find whatever it is in life that uh, makes you happy and like that you can find inspiration from and just like just own that shit and just like you know what I'm saying just go after it and like never stop so um, once you know I realized all the things that I wanted to achieve in life I was like well the only way I'm gonna ever achieve it is if I actually go after it and just like not stop so I'm just always driven to you know what I'm saying just do what I set my mind to and just to know that there's literally nothing in this on this earth that can stop me except myself. So, um, and I know that I'm never going to be the one to stop myself. So, yeah, I'm just always driven to just keep going and like work harder. And it's crazy because like I get inspired by everybody that's around me. Like, I lose sleep. Like I don't sleep. You know what I'm saying? Um, and for me to see people that are uh, getting success um, based off of their work ethic and all, you know, what I'm saying all the hard work they put into their projects and like in their art and stuff like. That shit hella inspires me because like then it makes me think, fuck, I ain't shit. I ain't even working hard. And I'm over here like trying to work as hard as possible. So that shit uh-huh. just always inspires me too. So um, it's cool to just see like, you know, people are just doing like what they love. And uh, I just want to be one of those people. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to always live my life. Just, you know what I'm saying? No regrets. Just every day. It's like if I like if I were to die tonight, I'll be happy. Like I'll be happy knowing that wherever I was going in life, like there was nothing that stopped me from trying to get to where I was, you know what I'm saying? Trying to go. So that's how I be trying to live my life, and that shit just drives me like to the fullest. So I'm always, I'm always on the gas pedal, like never, never letting up. Like my foot just stays on the gas, like you know what I'm saying. So it's like nonstop. And we see that shit. Yeah. That is beautiful. Like that's why I've been, <laughs> that's why I've been saying my whole life, man. I've, that's beautiful. Anything else you want to say to people before we get about this joint? Mm, not really. Just do what you love, man. Just find your happiness. Like have fun. You know, <laughs> yeah, seriously, get, get Eric some, some food. <laughs> Make sure you got that good food before you get coffee. It's really that simple, bro. <laughs> like, it's really that simple. Like, I was telling my friend about that. Like, she was like, "Is it really that simple?" Like, she was like, "Man, I want to do this and do that." And I was like, "Just do it." She was like, yeah. "Man," she's like, "I want. I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna get my life together." I was like, "Start right now." Thanks. Like, I, I was like, "Change the way you eat. Yes. Change the conversations you have. Mm-hmm. Change the TV shows you watch. The music you listen to. Mm-hmm. The routes you take to work." I was like, "Change everything. Change the clothes you wear. Whatever. Like, change it all." And that shit would just come. And she was like, "Is it that easy?" I was like, yes. "The change is easy. It's the work that's in between the the change." And the end goal, that's like, that's the hard part, like staying consistent. But yeah, like people are just like, nah, I can't be that easy. I was like, I went vegetarian overnight. She's facts. Just do it. <laughs> just yeah. do it. So if you're watching this, listen to it. Listen to this. Just do it, man. Whatever the fuck you want to do, just do it. And worry about the other shit on the back end. Like, just keep facts. doing shit. Fail, learn, have fun, 
meet people that, you know, will push you and nurture you and, you know, respect your boundaries and all that good shit. And you want to give me a social media, all that good stuff? No, I don't think so. No, so I, I was like, I was like, y'all fucked. I was like, good luck. I was like, good, good luck. I was nah. like, fuck it, y'all done. Like, now nah, you can find me on uh, pretty much every social platform minus Snapchat. It's uh, Mugenspire, so it's M-U-G-E-N-S-P-I-R-E. And you can follow uh, the brand at Unlimited Inspiration Members. So it's all one word. Um, yeah, I think that's basically it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> nice and easy. This one was smooth, man. Well, last time we did for like three hours. That was crazy. <laughs> we were out there for like three hours. I was, I was like, I can't do that this time. <laughs> can't but, uh, be doing it. Just a Hello Dangerous podcast. Uh, thank you guys for watching, for listening, all that good stuff you guys always do. It's appreciated. We're about to hear. I'll see you, listen to you, hear you, whatever. Two weeks from now, whatever. Three weeks, whatever today is. I don't know. Two weeks. Catch me now. later. <laughs> Follow the boy Nat Freeman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All Watch his stuff. podcast. Watch every single episode. He's dope as fuck. He about to drop a bug and some man. music. Boy, y'all ain't I'm even waiting. ready. Shout out to man. Nat. I'm trying to be like y'all, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to just put out quality shit, man. So, yeah, I got a book coming out, you know, yeah, November 2nd. But you can pre-order it all through this month if you want to get it early and you want, you know, listen to music on top of that. It's a whole set, so you should definitely just pre-order it now because for the same price, you get a second book and a mixtape, so... Just be smart and do it now. Right now. Like, you're watching this right now. Just, yeah. just hit pause and just go buy that shit. Like, definitely right now. That has it. We'll put, put it right there. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put it in the description right here. The link below. <laughs> put it in the link, but bloop. It'll just pop up here like bloop. Yep. The fire. And, Hella dangerous podcast. And another link will have the link to buy tickets to the Faded Show. Bam. Oh, and to buy tickets to the Faded Show. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do, Come to the Faded Show. Come get faded. And if you're not faded at the Faded Show, why are you even at the faded show? Like I tell people, man, when you invest in us, you invest more in yourself. So think of it like that. You heard the man. We're up out of here. See you in two weeks. Tell a dangerous podcast. We out. Uh-oh. I left my water in the freezer. Ain't that about a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do like a cool like, like sip of water on this. I ain't shit. I ain't shit from this sip. Who is this lady? Who is this lady? Who's this lady? It's weird when people start like... What's happening, y'all? This is Nate Free from the Hello Dangerous Podcast, and I want to thank you guys for tapping in for installment two of my interview series with Teo. Um, As some of you may or may not know, the first time around, it was strictly visual, but this time around, um, we we decided to offer you a visual and an audio component, so... um, I want to thank you guys for listening to the audio component. If you guys would like to view the visual component, it is amazing. You can find it in both of our uh, links in our bios on Instagram. So uh, his is Mugenspire, which is M-U-G-E-N-S-P-I-R-E. And then mine is the Freeman Nat, T-H-E-F-R-E-E-M-A-N-N-A-T. I want to thank you guys for continuing to support uh thank you guys for being so awesome uh you're probably wondering why did you come back like we already heard you bro shut up the reason why i also want to come back was to also tell you guys that you guys could also purchase um tickets for the faded show and hit in tails bio and you can also still pre-order my book but the real big announcement is that tail was generous enough to give me a song this week to play 
for the episode. Now, usually you guys are used to hearing one of my songs if you guys actually listen to the whole episode. But uh, this week, I promise you guys don't have to hear my, tor- my, my you know, horrible rapping skills no more. This week, uh, Tail blessed us with his song, Origami Cranes. Um, it's a beautiful song. We touched on the song in the, ep- in the episode. Uh, you know, it's the one he's working on a video for pretty soon. Or not, I don't want to say pretty soon, but, you know, sometime in the near future. So, uh, yeah, this is called Origami Cranes by Teo. Check it out. As always, man, turn your devices up. I tell you guys this every week, and I feel like you guys don't be listening. Turn your device up. This time, you actually should do it. Like, usually it's just me, some song I had laying around, but this is like a full production. This is the real deal. So turn your device up and um, bump this track. Once again, it's called Origami Cranes by Teo. This is Natty Free, the Hell Dangerous Podcast. I'll holler at y'all soon. Yee-hee!
You see me in my best and my worst place I picked you sunflowers for your birthday Even though you got mad at me in the worst way You said that it's always my fault But I said the same, so why we throw salt? This can't go in vain, but we just ain't the same Too much on our plates, can't digest the pain now I don't even know what to say now You said I care more about the fame now But you was always first when it came down to it If I had to do it again, I would do it but do it. Sometimes I need my space Sometimes I need my space 